0: Sunday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Sunny Kind of Yellow. I hope last week was awesome for you guys, and I hope this week will be awesome as well. If any of you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a happy Thanksgiving. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, enjoy some time off as much as you're able to and try to take some time to rest, relax, and rejuvenate. Today's topic will be on the stress and anxiety over having to be the best in our academics and how that can affect us. It is not uncommon that the way the general way we've been brought up is to aim to be the best in our education, having the highest GPA, having the best grades, straight A's and trying to look good on paper and wanting to look the best on paper, because that's what's going to land us the job. And that's what's going to allow us to be successful in life. That is going to determine our success. This affects us academically. Stress and anxiety are naturally going to have an effect on your academic performance. And though your stress and anxiety may stem from wanting to do well on your academic performance, it can have a backfiring effect. Jennifer Barrows goes into this with her colleagues and they did this research on anxiety and self-efficacy, how those two are related, and also how those two are related to college exam grades. And their results showed that self-efficacy had a correlation with test anxiety and those with high self-efficacy tended to have a low test anxiety and vice versa that those who had a low self-efficacy tended to have a high test anxiety now those with low self-efficacy and high test anxiety had lower exam grades and this backfiring effect just goes more, just shows to prove that the more anxiety we have about wanting to do well in something it can turn around and we can end up not doing it as well in it as we aim to be this same anxiety and stress also has an effect on our creativity and you may say to yourself well what does it matter that we're creative or that we're innovative this article by psychology today talks about innovative orientation and they mention a paper Uh, The study by Matthew Mayhew and his NYU colleagues that showed that the more students focused on their test scores, the less creative they became. And this negative correlation between a higher grade point average and a lesser interest in innovation goes to show that when you focus on achieving something based on numbers, in terms of our academics, based on having the best grades and the best GPA, you tend to put less you tend to put less importance on things such as creativity and innovation. And innovation is highly important. I mean, where would our society be today without innovation? We have smartphone, sorry, (laughs) we have smartphones and laptops and running toilets and humidifiers and all these things that are the product of innovation and the product of people who chose to delve into, delve into their creativity and not just their academics. And this same article also made this quote about students who had propensity towards innovation and they said perhaps students with propensities towards innovation are less concerned with grading systems that rely on memorization by way of assessment than students with higher grade point averages. Alternatively, college-going students with innovation intentions may be more likely to approach their education as a means to discover new ideas, wanting more out of the experience than a series of external valuations in the form of grade point averages. So just to summarize, they're basically saying, what if people... It seems like individuals who put their mind towards innovation are able to self-valuate their self-valuate themselves rather than looking for it in other places such as going on to higher education and oftentimes that is unfortunately what happens is that we go onto higher education because we need some sort of valuation to know that we're good enough to do something else in life. And not only that, I mean, we go to higher we go on to higher education for a lot of different reasons, but that can also be a reason as well. And when you look at the purpose or you look at the reason that you've gone on to higher education, you have to think to yourself, did I do this for another form of valuation or am I doing this so that I can gain a deeper understanding about something? so that i can i can improve on myself as a person and so that i can apply this to the world when i finish with this other chapter in my life so that's just something to diff- to think about lastly i just wanted to touch on how it affects us post school how this same anxiety over our grades and wanting to be the best can affect us after school. And this study in China showed that students who performed higher on their entrance exam for higher education, it's called the gaokao, I'm probably saying that wrong, it's spelled G-A-O-K-A-O. but those students who performed higher on this exam achieve less than life outside of school. Now, I'm not mentioning this to say that the better you achieve on your exams and the better you do in your academics, the worse you're going to do in life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that this goes to show that it's not always that the better you do in your academics, the better you do in life. There are some situations where that completely backfires. And there was another article by Biz Journals that surveyed a group of people and these were all people in the workforce and having their careers and their jobs already. And 56% of the surveyed people said that they had a negative, that their stress and anxiety over wanting to perform well at their job had a negative impact on their relationships with co-workers and peers. So peers outside of just those individuals they see in their workplace. And they also said that there was a negative effect on their overall job performance. And this goes to show again, again, I'm not trying to say that you wanting to do better in your academics or do better in your career or your job I'm not saying that that's going to always backfire but when it comes to obsessing over it to a point where you start to accumulate stress and anxiety over it it can definitely have a backfiring effect and sometimes you need to just take a step back and look at what is more important. It's not always about having, it's not always about having that valuation in terms of numbers. It's always about, it's also about having self-valuation and how you feel about yourself and you should never let numbers determine how you feel about yourself. And honestly, most often, this whole ideal of looking at these numbers in terms of our academics, so we'll just stick with looking at our GPA, most often this changes when you get into the workforce. So this article by the tab mentioned Allison Green, who's this career expert. Her website has gotten over 2 million visits, and she gets over 2 million visits a month, and it's been recognized by Forbes as the most influential career site. And she basically says that it matters, your GPA matters most when applying for the first job out of college, naturally, because that is all you have. That's usually all you have in terms of professional development is only your academic development. But after that, it won't. She literally says it it matters most when applying for the first job. And after that, it won't. So again, this is only the this is only the voice of one individual, but she is an expert in her field, and this just goes to show that yes, you should you should strive to always want to be the best for yourself, not for anyone else, but for yourself. You should strive to want to be the best. Um, but don't let it get to a point where it causes you to have a spiraling effect in your mental health and that can have a spiraling effect on everything else in your life, whether that's academics, your performance at work. You just want to look at it in a way that is going to better you as a person and not become a negative aspect of your life. So. All of this being said let's find the positivity in this let's hone in on the fact of innovation and creativity bottom line is do your best not everyone else's best not Sally bit be- not Sally's best not Sue's best do your best whatever your best is because that's the only possible thing you can do because you are your own person and i'm sure you've heard this plenty of times from plenty of people but you are your own person so how could you ever strive to be somebody else's best when they're not you they have different capabilities of you they're a whole different being so you want to hone in on what you're great at and do your best in that and try not to give into comparison because it's very easy to do this because again our educational system is based heavily on comparison but focusing on comparison and always looking at yourself in comparison to another person that that's always that's usually always going to make things worse because it's going to just increase your stress and your anxiety over whatever you're comparing yourself about and Again, we have to think where would the world be without innovation? It's important to hone in on our innovation and creativity along with our academics because it seems if you combine those two together, you have this whole plethora of ideas and knowledge and you can use those together instead of letting one negatively down spiral and completely forgetting about the other. You want to hone in on using those together. And so, just think about Think about wherever you are in your education, whether you're in high school, whether you're in college, whatever it may be. Whether you're st- if you're going into the workforce after college, or if you're going on to higher education, try to think to yourself what your purpose is for being there. Is it just for another form of valuation, or are you trying to better yourself for yourself? And just remember, like Allison Green said, after you get that first job you're going to want to focus on how good you are in your professional qualities outside of your academic qualities. Let that shine through when you're in an interview, whether that's over the phone, over Skype, in person, whatever it is. After you get that, this is talking about way after you finish your, your undergrad, your graduate, whatever it is. But after you get that, after you already have that first um, job, you're doing this other interview let your professional quality shine through don't worry too much on your academics and if they mention that just try to always try to look at what you're good at instead of focusing on what you're not good at and the only the way you should focus on and you shouldn't focus on something you're not good at in whole or sorry let me rephrase if you're focusing on something that you're not good at let it be that you're trying to do a little bit better in that but again make sure you're doing better in terms of what you're capable of doing not what other people want you to do and show them how you actually look that you don't just look good on paper or even if they may not think that you look that great on paper show them how you'll actually look when you work for them and when you'll be in the workforce so i know we talked about quite a bit today in terms of anxiety and stress and how that relates to our academics and how that can affect us. But all in all, I just wanted to leave you guys with a positive note. And this is just A quote by Jolene Godfrey, and she says that all work and no play doesn't make Jill and Jack dull. It kills the potential of discovery, mastery, and openness to change and flexibility, and it hinders innovation and invention. So let us just go throughout our week and know that we can be the best, but we can be our best. Try not to give in to the stress and anxiety over academics. Again, strive for the best, but do your best. Do what you're capable capable of. And don't let that tear you and pull you and stress you out and stretch you out farther than you're capable of doing and know that everything that is thrown in front of you, everything that is given to you that you encounter in life, it's all for a reason and it wouldn't be there if you weren't capable of overcoming of overcoming it, of mastering it, it wouldn't be there. So just try to go into that with that mindset and in on your innovation. I challenge you guys this week to do something creative. Look at yourself and try to think about when's the last time I had to do something creative and did it because I wanted to and because I had that spark in my head to do it so whether that's taking some time to color in a coloring book or do a drawing or build something if you have legos or if you have popsicle sticks or want to build a bridge whatever it is do something that enc- encourages your creative mindset I challenge you guys to do that this week So I thank you guys for tuning in with me for another episode of A Sunny Kind of Yellow. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and I look forward to next week's. Again, if you guys have any input, please email me, message me on Instagram, whatever it is. I look forward to hearing you guys and what you have to say. And yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Stuff your faces with turkey if that's what you do during thanksgiving or whatever food you love to eat again if you don't celebrate thanksgiving just try to take a long nap if you're able to just take a nap take a walk go outside just do something that allows you to feel peaceful and only and only allows you to feel positive vibes because that's all we need right okay guys (sighs) signing off and i'll see you next week stay sunny you.